Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Elizabeth Streb and the Streb Extreme Action Company form a motley troop of flyers and crashers propelled by Streb's edict that anything too safe is not action. These daredevils challenge the assumptions of art, aging, injury, gender, and human possibility. Born to Fly, Elizabeth Streb versus Gravity traces the evolution of Elizabeth Streb's movement philosophy as she pushes herself and her performers from the sky, from the ground to the sky. This is an amazing film, uh, and I am so honored and thrilled to have with us today uh, the director of Born to Fly, Elizabeth Streb versus Gravity. That would be Catherine Gund, and also Elizabeth Streb herself is here to talk to us about this uh, amazing enterprise she's, in, she's been embarked upon for many years. Welcome to Film School, both of you. Thank you so much for having us. Well, thank Great you be for being here. Uh, let me just start by asking uh, Catherine uh, the genesis of uh, of the documentary Born to Fly. What was it uh, that prompted you to, to begin this project? Um, I had known Elizabeth for many, many years, uh, aware of her work and getting to know it more and more, and also just from politics and the community. And I had always been fascinated with what she was doing, and the closer I got to it, my children were going to her classes and doing trapeze and trampoline, and watching her work develop over the years, I get more and more fascinated with how she created the effect in the audience that she creates, how the work had an impact on people, and I wondered if it was, especially me, and I wondered if it was possible to translate that, not to document it directly, but to translate and expand and work with it and mold it in my own medium, which is film. And so it was sort of a challenge to her and her to me to see what we could do with this, these two time-based mediums that are so different because one is live and one is not. Well, and yeah, and the, the, I've just to in, inject here that the, the, the mediums are so different in, on a very basic level uh, that dance is, it is transient. It's, it's here and gone in, in the time you're watching it. It's not something that as film, you can watch over and over, and you see the same thing over and over again. I can appreciate it from that perspective, but as well as dance is so kinetic and so immediate. Um, I want to ask Elizabeth, uh, tell me a little bit about your background and describe for our listeners a little bit about what you call action, uh, this this idea of action and how it in, you've incorporated it into your dance philosophy. Yeah, I mean, the movie so beautifully sets out, you know, what craggy, craggy beginnings that uh, I had and where I came from, you know, working class father, Mason, bricklayer, and a lot of uh, hunter, fisher, gatherer, <laughs> and a lot of that rough stuff yeah. um, really influenced my early, my early um, noticements of movement in the world. And I think in terms of action, its definition, when you, when you think about it in a more general sense, Dance really has, for me, very little to do with what Streb does. It really is about if you can pump up uh, the action that you're doing, like exaggerate action for, 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 for the stage or in the world, then people really notice it, and they don't just notice it intellectually. They feel the moves, and I think that's our project ultimately, as Kat said. 
that really I'm trying to cause a kinesthetic explosion in the hearts and minds and bodies of the audience. Well, for people who haven't seen your work or have yet to see Born to Fly, um, I, I, I would take a stab at describing it, but but it's it's the most physically... It's daredevil. I mean, it's it's daredevil dance. It really is. It says I said so earlier in the introduction, but there's an element of this uh, always in 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 plain view is this element of danger, and in some ways it really engages an audience. At least for me, watching it uh, in ways that it, I mean, it's much. It's it's more emotional. It's it to watch your your work than I've I've seen in in dance before. Uh, is this obviously what um, a, a a byproduct of what you were trying to achieve? In in, did you set out to do that, and or was it sort of a just a a byproduct of your of your of your uh, what you were doing? That, yeah, I, I don't really have you know we're we're experimenters, so I think that by the by the outcome ends up being things we've discovered, which yeah. is so glorious. And I think that when a body is struggling, but you're achieving these outrageous things. There is an emotional context there, but you can never fake that. And I think what Kat does in the film, and Kat, you could, you could speak to this, is to do causality, which is what action is, one move after another. There's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so predictable, but what Kat does and the way she views the angles, the changes, um, the parts of the pieces she leaves out and the parts she leaves in, would really be the goal I'd have in lifetime if I were ever able to do that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that, Kat, the other day. Oh, that's so great. I mean, I think it really, the, the opportunity I had that of, of the material that I was working with, which is, is so multifaceted because you've got Elizabeth and her personality and her brain, and then you have this incredibly visual, overwhelming, huge, impactful work that is really, I mean, especially I'm talking about London, that so culminates all of what you've seen up until that point. And then you have the dancers and even our composer, we have the music. There were so many elements we were able to work with and juggle and sort of put together and literally edit, like crash two pieces together, not only my work and her work or my vision and, and her history, but this notion of putting one image next to another, next to one sound, next to another, next to a dancer performing a piece and then discussing, talking about it and saying, you know, sweating or laughing or searching, grappling, you know, they're dancers, they express with their bodies so beautifully. And and then I find that their searching for words is also so beautiful because they're willing to try to express in any different way. And Elizabeth's doing that, too. And I feel that that's what the camera people and the editor and I were trying to do, too, was it really was to see if we could create something that created, that had that kind of an emotional impact on a viewer that might be different. You know, had a, can you have a physical experience watching a movie? Yeah, and I and uh, as someone again, I uh, you know I will I said at the top that I have was not familiar with your work, Elizabeth, and watching it and this sort of visceral reaction that I had, and I don't know if this is unusual or or it's usual, for, but I wanted to I wanted to do what they were doing because of the sort of physical release, the sort of this idea of uh, you know the physicality of it. This emotional um, melding of that, you know, that 
that explosive sort of sense of what they're doing of watching them do this. I wanted to run out into, I wanted to yeah. run into a wall of sorts, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, I, have you, did you run it, into uh, a wall you know, yet? You know, honestly, I've always thought of myself as a, not a, a physical person, a very sort of, I'm, I'm drawn to physicality, uh, but uh, never dance. Nothing, that's never been something, but it, I just, I, I haven't yet, but I promise you I will. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I, I, in the sense that, uh, you know, there's nothing more alive than feeling you, your body react, whether it's to pain or pleasure. There is, and this is what your work does. It really ties it into this emotional landscape. And, and by the way, Catherine, your interviews with these dancers was beautiful because, as Elizabeth alluded to, this idea of them expressing you know, they express with their bodies. They're, they're not like actors yeah. who can go out and say what it, their 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 impulses or their emotions are. And here you see them and you see how, how de- devoted as artists they are. And that's, again, yeah. another thing for this film that, that I, I really appreciated. Elizabeth, are you, you're looking for those people who are connected to, their, to this emotional involvement in your work? That's what it appeared to be. Is that a fair statement? Sure. I think that that would be a fair statement. We just hired another person who's okay. extraordinary, and it, out of 76, 80 people, it's not a specific, it's not a, you know, an ordained way of examining, does this person have the fire? It, it's just sort of guesswork, but you do the best you can do, you know, and the people, the people, I mean, one of the things is we're not, we're not referencing, like in, in the theater piece, you have drama, you have the text, you're talking about something else. Yeah. And you're trying to manifest it in your body. But this is really the thing in itself. You're doing the move. The move is the thing, you know, the subject. Yeah. And so there's no second degree, third degree, fourth degree set of reference systems. That is, I think that's one of the reasons it's so explosively um, powerful emotionally or in, and in its experience. And in its effect on an audience. What, what would you think, Kat, about that kind of Well, thing? I do think that it, that your feeling about wanting to then go and take a risk or do something dangerous or push your body yeah. is also an incredible effect of seeing the dancers and Elizabeth collaborate yeah. because their work is so much about a relationship. Yeah. Elizabeth has these ideas, and she puts them out there and explores in relationship with her dancers. She creates a condition, she invents a space, and then she sees what a body and specifically their nine, now ten bodies, can do in that space or on that machine or with that equipment without fear, without being, being, without being uh, paralyzed by fear. Right. They have fear, but they are willing to explore it, to work with it, to push it, to, you know, so that their relationship to danger and risk is really different than what the rest of us are doing in the world. And I wish that more of us will feel brave and feel like taking risks and push ourselves a little further because I do think we can all do better, not just for ourselves, but for our whole communities. And that by watching the interplay of risk and trust and relationship and invention, and that culminates in the magic that you're talking about when you say, I just look at that and I want that in my life. Yeah. You know, I want that in my life too. I want that magic. I want that magic every day. And if I ever, whenever I have those feelings, I just want them to last longer and longer. And that is the beauty of what I think they bring to the 
to the viewers of the movie. Yeah. I want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with Catherine Gunn. She is the director and producer of Born to Fly, Elizabeth Streb versus Gravity. And also joining us is Elizabeth Streb, <laughs> the choreographer and extraordinaire and just a, a, a such a, a, a burning um, light of artistry. I mean, I, I don't know how to describe it. Again, I, this, I'm, you're, you're speaking to someone who, who's just been exposed to your work, and it is just a, it's a, such a visceral experience. And I... Um, tell me, going back, Elizabeth, because we're, I want to get into this a little bit. Oh, by the way, I want to also talk about you're in. You're both in town. Uh, you're going to be now. We're re- recording on a Wednesday night, so you're both in town for the Hammer uh, Museum event. Tell me a little yeah, bit about we that. Have a, we have yeah. a sneak peek at UCLA's Hammer Museum tomorrow night at seven thirty. Yeah, it'll be followed by a panel question and answer ses- session moderated by Kirsty Edmonds and with Elizabeth and myself, and then that will kick off a week that we have at the Lemley NoHo, the NoHo 7 Theater, where it'll be playing five times a day, from Friday to Friday, well, Friday to Thursday, and this Friday, we will be there for Q&A after the 7.30 show, and on Saturday, we'll be there for the Q&A after the 1 o'clock in the afternoon show. I'm going to, okay, Catherine, I want to ask you, what what was the thing in approaching the material that was the thing that you were most concerned about being able to to convey to the audience? Is there is there one area or one thing? Yeah. Well, there's so many areas, but if I were thinking really now in hindsight, maybe I don't know that I would have known at the time, but I think in hindsight I feel much more confident about not only the work and and representing the work, depicting the work. work. It's so visual. In some ways, I felt like it was really easy <laughs> because even though I agree that the shots and the imagery is beyond frame, bigger than one can imagine trying to contain, yeah. that it's so visual and so powerful that we almost couldn't miss. And so ultimately, I think the biggest challenge was in trying to figure out how to access Elizabeth as a character in a film, which, you know, I could go on and on about what the challenges are when you are filming someone, but how to represent the different facets of a very complicated, intellectual, brilliant, motivated, passionate person. And not only if I appreciate those things in that person, but that I believe they're worth sharing with the world. Mm -hmm. And... And obviously I believed it, but to, that's the biggest challenge for me is, am I going to succeed in convincing other people that this person is worth them sitting and watching and learning about for an hour and a half? And I feel like, you know, obviously I feel like I struck gold yeah. <laughs> because not only is the person so multifaceted and and surprising and eccentric and unique in really beautiful ways that we can actually identify with. But her generosity was immense. I mean, her artistry is really, she's doing the same thing. She's trying to figure out how to communicate with the world, too. Now, Elizabeth, in, on that vein, um, you have, yep. and in the film, we t- there, there's some uh, discussion, if you will, about the, uh, you know, you've been burned in the past by media, it seems, that for either 
by virtue of some a misunderstanding about your work or whatever the rationale or reasons were. I mean, there was an instance where you were treated well by the New York Times. I, it was the Village Voice, I guess, was running a lot of uh, photos of your work and, and touting it. But you've been burned in, in some degree by, by media in the past. What was your, was there a concern on your part going into this project? You were, obviously, a lot of your private life is, is, is open in the film. Um, did you have some reservations or concerns going into a film like this um, about all those kinds of issues? Um, no, because, you know, I'm fairly inured to it, and I, and I also respect um, someone, a critic comes into the room, yeah. and they, they are not trying to hurt me. They're just saying what they think. So, oh. so even though, you know, it, it's been a long road to hoe in terms of the dance world is looking at Streb's extreme action. And really, in the end, it, um, you know, it's probably not dance. So I'm, I'm, I'm a stranger in a strange land, you know, and they've got this, this, <laughs> this uh, whirligog in there trying to make sense of it, and there's really no... I don't think the, uh, I, I, I don't think the, the, the worlds will ever join together. I'm not a reference system. I don't care about music. I think yeah. it's the true enemy of dance. I'm not... I don't believe action can by virtue of a decision, express emotion. I think it does by virtue of default, you know. And, and there's so many formal issues that make me realize that, um, you know, that was more the issue than me feeling that I was going to be extra exposed in this. Uh, I trusted Kat implicitly, and I'm honored by the, the, the exposure. You know, and sometimes they'll say, oh, I mean, I don't know, Kat, what do you think about I think the reviews of it... <laughs> Really good. Oh, the reviews oh. have been really good. Knockwood. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, Knockwood. I just it's been very fun. Yeah. To well, hear I hear people's responses and hear what they take away from it. Well, you're hearing and their new discoveries of Elizabeth. Yeah, you're hearing me. I mean, I think yeah, I'm a pretty good they, audience. They didn't know about yeah. her, but even people who did yeah. are seeing things in a new way because there maybe is a patience in the moment in the film that they never had for her or for understanding something about what she was trying to do. It's not a familiar format. Um, her work is not something people are just used to, yes, I sit down in the second row and they're on a stage yeah. and they're stage left and stage right and people are going to come and go standing on their feet or leaping on their feet or running or walking out. I mean, that they're used to that so they can just plug it all in. And this is something new. So I think it's it scares people. They don't always understand it. And I hope that by sitting and listening and watching the movie, it'll help people make sense of even what the purpose of having art in the world is. You know, it right. hopefully brings up a lot of questions and lets people, forces people in a way almost to address them where they might have shied away or defensively criticized before. Now, now Elizabeth, do you feel like this certainly this film is going to be helpful to you but do you feel like uh are you seeking you know sort of the approval of an established dance sort of uh uh, uh i'll say elite i don't for lack of a better word is it do you feel like you you're you sounds like you're comfortable where you are but is it is it gratifying to see more and more people understand have a greater understanding of your work or does that matter to you well, I think that's always, you know, personally, people like to be liked. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of making something from nothing, it 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 it's it's got absolutely, you know, yeah. it doesn't add or subtract to that in any way, shape, or form. And you know, I'm I'm 64 now. I'm not 24, 
And I think that there is an advantage to being um, sort of unsuccessful for quite a long time when I was when I was going through my 20s, 30s, and 40s, and part of my 50s. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I just feel like, you know, it just forced me into my studio, and I kept thinking, oh, you really, uh-oh. You know, one time I was walking to my cooking job thinking, well, I'm 35, this might not be, this, this might not be working out for a while, you know. And so, but I just feel like, oh, you do what you're interested in. Yeah. I was obsessed with action. I just got up every day and did it. So, yeah. no, I don't really need to be accepted by them. It's just really does feel really pretty fabulous to be so beautifully represented in a way that is not pedantic, didactic. It's surprising what, what, you've, what you've done, Kat. I mean, it's surprised me. Well, I, okay. yeah, and again, I want to let our listeners know I'm speaking with Catherine Gunn, the director of Born to Fly, uh, Elizabeth Streb versus Gravity, and Elizabeth Streb, as I said, a choreographer extraordinaire, the action uh, um uh, dancing stream action. I'm sorry, <laughs> pardon me. Uh, and uh, and you'll be in town, both of you, uh, as we alluded to the Hammer Museum uh, on Thursday night. Uh, for many of people, will be listening to the interview on Friday morning. Uh, they'll be in town at the NoHo uh, Seven in North Hollywood, fantastic theater and area, just to go and have a great evening, including going to see Born to Fly. Uh, for uh, the Q and A's on Friday and Saturday, I think that was seven thirty. Did I do I remember that? Seven thirty on Friday and one p.m. show on Saturday. Fantastic! I, I just I, I really have been inspired by this film. I, I, I and it does. I honestly, I, I've interviewed a lot of uh, directors and and for a long time here, and I this is just a really uh, immersive film, and I'm so happy, Cat that Catherine. I'm starting to call you Cat. Okay. I feel like we know That's each okay. other. A lot of people call me Cat. So. <laughs> you probably heard Elizabeth call me Cat. I did. Uh, That's I did. why I got. Yeah. I started. So I, I'm yeah. so grateful for the fact that you showed Elizabeth in the arc of her own career the the things that she was doing uh, back in her 20s and uh, and and all of it and culminating. I don't think I'm giving anything away, but by <laughs> saying the culmination of the film is extraordinary. Uh, I'll just say the Olympics in 2012 and, and leave it at that. Um, it's, a, it's a remarkable exhibit, including, Elizabeth, my goodness, talk about putting it all on the line. I mean, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, well, we were, we were lucky because Elizabeth had hung on to all the footage and imagery that people had shot of her rehearsals and her shows yeah. over the years. Oh, they had sorry. given her copies of these things, and yeah, and so we had a lot of archival material to work with that really helped us illuminate the trajectory of her work. And I think that changes the film because people really do see where she's coming yeah. from without just being told or having it described. What a wonderful period! The that period around the eighties uh, in in New York. It seems to be so much came out of of that era uh, in music and in dance and in film. It just a, a, it seemed to have been quite a, quite a uh, fertile time for artists in, in, a, in a certain sort of, I'll say cutting edge, I hate using that phrase, but it, in a certain <laughs> part of the artistic world that really seems to have upped its game. And we're, even to this day, we're seeing the, the, you know, the, the effects and the impact it's had on all of us in, in, in the arts. So... Yeah, I think it also that had a lot to do with the AIDS crisis and the activism coming around that, the gay and lesbian community getting together and then heading into whack, right, Elizabeth? I mean, there was yeah. so yeah. much politics and political yeah. fervor and excitement and dedication and, and learning. People, you know, that was that was 
one of the most artistic movements ever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Both video and, and print and, and so many artists because we were the community that was being affected and, you know, one of many, but we were a community and a vocal community, young and right here in New York City all together. So I think that that, you're right, that that has led to a lot of what's coming up now in the more mature time, as Elizabeth said. You know, there's a real uh, lock and privilege in being able to live this long and still be around and still be able to think back and yeah. build on experiences you've had. Amen. All right. And historical moments. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it is, and and I, I, you know, it's getting its due more and more all the time, and, and uh, it was just such a brave time. And, I mean, survival and, and, and mortality and all those things, which is, runs through your work, Elizabeth, is something that is so universal and so much mm-hmm. a part of uh, what what is going on in this film. And uh, I can't wait to see your work. I, I, I don't know if I'll be out in New York. Are you doing any shows out here in, La- in Los Angeles anytime soon with your troupe? Or is that... Well, I think, you know, my, my agent is planning a West Coast tour that will probably happen either next fall okay. or the next winter. That's sort of how we do it. We bundle, we bundle areas. So I think it will be out here. It's, it's being planned right now, oh, but not, not this year, not this year. Fantastic. Well, I've taken... Thank you so much to both of you. Uh, it's just thank been a, so a joy. Thank you so much. Wonderful yeah. questions and, and <laughs> thoughts. I mean, I just love where people go when they watch this. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm going to just wrap it up by saying uh, thank you to Catherine Gunn, the director and producer of Born to Fly, Elizabeth Streb versus Gravity, and the one and only Elizabeth Streb herself. Thank you again for being a part of film school, uh, and all the best uh, in your time out here in, in, uh, in the West Coast and, uh, and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.